Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, a little bit of philosophizing today and a couple of reviews of a couple of games. So stick around. We'll get into that right after this. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, I just got in the mail a game, and I also have one that I bought a while ago that I wanted to go over. And these are more, I don't want to call them boutique games, but they're more like, um, they're a narrower, one is a narrower focus than the other, let me put it that way. But they're not, you know, they're not the major games, but they're, they're, they look like they're a lot of fun. And what I have here is something I got at Half Price Books a while ago called Bare Bones Fantasy. And I just got in the mail, Karen, C-A-I-R-N. And it's almost the same thing, except it's more focused. It is inspired by the likes of Into the Odd and Knave. Explore a mysterious woodland filled with all manner of creatures, fey and fell, pillage ancient barrows, Barrows, steal powerful spell books and slay horrid beasts. Beasts. So it's kind of a more narrow, more narrow type of of game. But at the same time, it's so generic you use it for anything. It's got streamlined character creation. Uh, it's a roll under d twenty system, and it's basically I've seen games like this before. Uh, easy D6 come to mind where you like, you know, you can do this and you have so many hit points and you have three stats and you have so many slots in your inventory. Uh, all the spells seem to, they come on like scrolls and stuff, but it's spell books. They only have a single spell and they take up a slot in your inventory, but you have a D100 roll to find out what the spell book has in it. and. That's not bad. Uh, you know, having one spell in a spell book, to me, it must be some kind of little digest book that they carry around. I can see that happening. I really could. I can see that happening in somebody's world. And the other one is called Bare Bones Fantasy by uh, Bare Bones Fantasy uh, DWD Studios. And this is a complete fantasy role-playing game, it says. It's about 80 pages. I've got the I've got the, the softback version. I've got the paperback version. And it is. I mean, it is a uh, it is a complete role-playing game system. They they do break with some tradition because it's classless. And It's also, let me see if I can pull up something here. I mean, they cover everything. I mean, you know, this makes, this, this makes 
this makes old school essentials look verbose. Because you got four stats, there's no classes, you have a race. Well, actually, there are classes, but they're very loosey goosey because they, your skill, when you get the skill, you know, when you, when you, during creation, that defines the class you are pretty much. And it's, it's a very interesting read. Uh, like I said, uh, DWD did a really good job of it. And I'm kind of fond of these kind of games where it's stripped down. Some of them are a little too stripped down for my taste. But most of them are very interesting. Um, yeah, they call a class of skills in here. So you have, say, let's see, a thief. Score half dex plus 10 per thief level. Oh, this is by the, this is a percentile game. Um, you have things like deception, security system, sleight of hand, and stealth. Warrior, marksman, melee weapons, thrown weapons, unarmed combat. So you're good at that. I don't know if there's any penalties for, you know, not, you know, like, Fighters know all the weapons, but a mage may have to take a minus on there. I don't know. And it only and it's a six-level cap, which makes it really good for for like um beer and pretzels or just con games. And also you could use it for um, you know, pickup games. You guys, you know, I don't want to haul out all the DD stuff. Let's just do this. You know. Uh it's got everything in here from from uh Skills to to monsters to combat to saves and things like that. It's a really good game. See, I I have a th that's a trend now to come up with games with um. I, I'm I'm going to set this one aside in a minute. Let me talk to Karen about Karen. I've seen these games with a very very narrow focus, and it's a narrow focus, but it's also got the breadth. Br breadth of adaptability of of just you know bending it to your will type of thing and since this is based on stuff like into the odd it makes all the more sense i like these books for for uh their tables i'm i'm a nut over random encounter random tables and i love them i've got a lot of books with a minute uh, there are some I could recommend to you, such as Table Fables and things like that. Table Fables 1 and 2 is excellent, and I can't remember the author, but they are excellent. And she also puts out this, this uh, large book of magic items that are some of the best magic items. And she, she, they rig, she rigs it up so you can roll for certain sections for certain things if you want to on a D20 or a D10 or whatever, however they do it. But yeah, that I can, I can, I cannot recommend their books highly because I just love tables. Uh, I don't have any of the D12 uh, book, the, the D12 book, but uh, I hear it's, it's very, very good. I used to be on the, I used to go on the website and get tables all the time. But like I said, I mine these for tables and I wouldn't mind playing bare bones fantasy to tell you the truth. It looks like it's a, you know, one and done. Here we go. It would fit great into my, into my, uh, the or my Orange Coast uh, 
what's it called, burner campaign, which in other words, I have my own world that I use for campaigns, but I call this a burner world because I can take it to events, I can take it to cons, I can take, okay, here's a world we can play around with. I've got a few things, you know, mapped out, but not a whole heck of a lot. So, you know, the, the players can just go over that kind of stuff. And, we, you know, it's like, let's go. Okay, you guys are here. Let's go. That's the kind of thing I like to do. Those are the kind of games I just like to throw into my, my pack, throw into my bag. And, you know, I have the main game, but I also got this little game here we can goof around with. And I think every GM should have one of those kind of games. I mean, the, you know, they make those one-page games, too, that are very... Uh, very narrowly focused. Like I played Honey Heist. That was fun. I couldn't play it all the time, but it was fun. And, you know, things like that. These are the little odd odds and ends game type stuff that you just throw in your bag just in case. It's also it's almost like you, you know, you throw in a deck of cards in there too, in case you want to play cards. Or if you have some kind of special card game, you throw that in there. You know, you always got something to do. In my bag, I've always got something to do. Something I can just pull out and say, hey, you guys want to play this? Okay, sure. Let's go. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a big collectible card game guy anymore. I used to do, I've done Magic twice, and twice I gave it up. I did it when it first came out, and it was fun. But I found out I'm a better teacher, Magic teacher, than I'm a player, because once they learn how to play the game, they beat the snot out of me every time. You know, so, and the second time it was when I was married to my second wife and she had a daughter and I said, well, why don't I just uh, get some magic cards and teach her? And once again, I taught her real good and she beat the snot out of me every time. And so when I got, when I got divorced, it was like, well, okay, I don't need these anymore. So I got rid of them, but that, that's just me. That's my story. So. You know, I like having little games like that, especially if it's generic enough with, like, say, a fantasy thing where I can adapt whatever I have to it. Uh, Index card RPG I like to carry around. That's a fun one because it's really, really easy to play. I mean, if I can carry around, I've got a a set of twerps, the world's easiest role-playing game, uh, somewhere in in a... cabinet, uh, file cabinet or something that I used to carry around too, because there's only two stats. The The rules are like four pages and the supplements are more like two pages. Three, if they give you some tokens for the character. So, you know, I carry, I carry that around. Two stats. You have body and mind. That's it. Everything goes off those two stats. You know, like I said, they're, they're beer and pretzels type games and they are just a load of fun. Dinky Dungeons, I used to, I still have somewhere. Dinky Dungeons, we played that a couple of times. It was like, I, I was at a con. It was, it's like at a con or at a friend's house. We're staying over, and it's like two thirty in the morning. Nobody wants to go to bed, but they don't want to drag out a role playing. Oh, let's play Dinky Dungeons, okay. And so you know, we just write up a couple of characters, and you know, a few characters, and. It came with a dinky module, too, they used to run. Or sometimes they just make stuff up. Okay, you guys are in the swamp over here. What do you want to do? Yeah, the, And also, another another reason I like these kind of games is they keep me sharp. They keep, they keep my GM brain sharp, if you know what I mean. You know, you just, it just keeps it, keeps it going in my head, 
you know, it makes it makes me a little sharper next time I'm I'm actually going to run a regular campaign or session or something like that. So I would highly recommend little games like that because that's my philosophy. Games, I feel, should be easy to run and easy to play. That's why I like the stripped-down stuff. Anyway, this is a short one today, so i got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. No, no, not anymore. Uh, Spotify for podcasters. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can... Support this program, and I would thank you. For single donations, you go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Gilbert Sars, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Benjamin Brodell, John Allen Large, and Aaron. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandit's Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.